0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th What's going on, everybody? Josh Calloway alongside James D. Jackson, Sooners Illustrated, and 24-7 sports. At the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas, where Oklahoma comes up short in their final game of the regular season. They lose to Arizona 38-24, the first game of the Jackson Arnold era. Had some nice moments and had some true freshmen in his first game moments. We'll break it down for you a little bit here. But James, this is a weird game, really weird game, because the first quarter was rough for oklahoma they're on 13 nothing nothing seemed to be working they pretty much dominate the game for about two quarters looks like they're maybe gonna blow arizona out and then they just fall apart and they end up losing this was a game that just it was hot and cold back and forth
1: and in the end oklahoma loses at one point in the game it was 13-0 arizona lead <laughs> and it was 24 13. yeah oklahoma lead and it just swung back and forth and arizona took the last four scores of the game i mean billy bowman kind of said it in the presser oklahoma beat oklahoma in this one i know i don't want to not give arizona their credit they were a good team they played really well but oklahoma had six turnovers in this one An alamo bowl record by six. the way yeah. which is it's just insane how, how how many things went wrong for the sooners and then things went right and then they went back wrong again so it was just a crazy crazy game and i know yeah. You said it just yes, yesterday. I mean, you're going to re- overreact to Jackson Hurst's game one way mm-hmm. or the other. Yep. How are you feeling now? I mean, because you're kind of going both ways. I mean, this could be really bad or really good. Because some of those, some of those throws were outstanding. The one to Jaleel Farouk that yeah. Jaleel Farouk fumbled was was a crazy throw. The other one to Brendan Thompson in the back that scored yeah. a touchdown on was also an outstanding throw. So Shaun I mean, so, and Nick
0: Anderson was great. Yeah.
1: Too. And then the and then you the one that threw to the linebacker was just awful. That was a big swing of the game. Yeah. And so there was just. Good moments, bad moments. He's a freshman. He was a true freshman. That was his first game out there really controlling as the main guy on the offense. So there was some things to take away from that, some things to take away.
0: Yeah, I mean, Brent Venables, he, he said it, and it, it's not breaking any news. You're not going to win when you lose the turnover margin 6-1. to one. It's just not going to happen. Um, Oklahoma shot themselves in the foot. An insane amount of times uh, in this game. Obviously, a couple of really, really costly Jalil Farouk fumbles in this game. One of them, they ran back for a score when they were driving to go up maybe by three scores. And then the other one, uh, you know, down on this end, inside the five yard line, I think it was. It was inside the 10, certainly. Obviously, more points you're expecting there that you don't get. Just brutal mistakes. But you're right. I mean, like you said, I I, I touched on it yesterday that we were going to, we're all going to (laughs) overreact no matter what Jackson Arnold did. This was weird cuz it was a mixed bag. He legitimately looked great. He threw he threw for three bills in this game. He had some dime touchdowns. The ball to Brennan Thompson was gorgeous. I you and know, it yeah. felt it, it just it was a tight spiral. It led him over the – It was perfect. Perfect. The but Nick then Anderson
1: yeah. The throw was also amazing.
0: Right. And the, the like you said, the one on the sideline. I mean, he had some great moments, but also the turnovers was just out of control. And he had the fumble too. Um, you know the one Jalil Farouk fumble was an interception. It was ruled out initially they went and changed it, but he still turned the ball over. Obviously, well,
1: way too much. That's the thing. Obviously, I, I think the two the Farouk fumbles were, were kind of heartbreaking in those moments yeah. because OU was driving inside the ten, inside the five yard line, and Arizona gets the ball back and scores on both of those plays. So, I mean, those are like a fourteen point swing almost. I think this, it was two touchdowns off of that. So that was that was the most roughest part of the game. I mean. It, that's how. That's football, though. That's football. Yeah. You, you have those two little errors, and even though Jackson Arnold had his interceptions and his fumble, you still could have won that game. And I think that was kind of the deciding factors of the game there.
0: Yeah. Of course, obviously, Seth the trail, his first game as play caller. Felt a little clunky early, but kind of like Jackson Arnold. Felt like he got into his bag, got into a rhythm, kind of found that nice balance between Sawchuck and Walker. Sawchuck, another great game today. He finished the season splendidly for Oklahoma. You're really hoping he can ride that in the next year. But the offensive line was was bad, yep. uh, right? I mean, Jackson Arnold was running for his life a lot of this game. They had a, I don't know what the actual number, I should have looked before we did this. It felt like 10 million penalties, especially holding yeah. in the second half of this game. Offensive line, you know, I, now we'll get into it when we kind of spin it forward into next year. But overall, I'm not panicking really too much at all about this loss, if you're Oklahoma, in my opinion. Offensive line is the one that I will grant you is a concern. Um, it was not good. We were we talked about it. You're missing a lot of starters, and it looked like it. It, it wasn't great. The offensive line had a
1: rough day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, we we talked about it. I mean, it's gonna, it's going to be five new guys on the offensive line as a group as yeah. a group next season. You know, and that that wasn't a good look tonight. You had a couple starters back to help you out. Walter Rouse, you know, to tower guys like that. They they were able to play, but it just didn't look good at the very end of the game. I don't know. It, it was one of those games where oh, you looked really bad to start. And it looked like they were going to blow them out because they (laughs) they found their way. They did, and then they fell off at the end. It was like it seems like every loss this season has been kind of like that. OU seems like Mm -hmm. they they found their footing. It happened in Kansas when they started running the ball very well. Happened against OSU. You know, it just they they felt like okay maybe they're they're getting their footing. They're gonna be they're gonna be good here, and then they just lose it at the end. You know, and a lot of it's player errors sometimes you know just just getting one guy messes up and it kind of spirals to the rest of the team and it just keeps on rolling there's penalties penalties after penalties yeah. and then you get a you get a moment where you know a pass interference in the end zone of drake soup that didn't happen kind of hurts your team you know yeah. you know you get it you get down to the final drive and you can't be miraculous like you did against texas i mean so that's kind of the, the loss that all you had this year was kind of just guys making errors at the very end you know it's it, it all it all combines together because you you could blame the coaches for things like that all season long. Jeff Libby caught a lot of flack this year uh, for just his play calling. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it goes both ways. It was a, it was a collective loss. And I think that's the same way it was tonight. Yeah.
0: Defensively, not bad. I mean, it looks bad on paper, 38 points. But like we said, oh, you turned the ball over six times. That's a lot of short fields, quick turnaround spots. The defense really did some nice things. The two times where Arizona really drove length of the field in particular, after Luke Elzinga pinned him down inside the five, yep. and they went the length. 95 yards. Yeah, yeah, those are some rough spots there. But overall, I, I didn't think it was it was awful by any means. I thought defense had some nice moments. They got after the passer, um, racked up some sacks in this game. Marcus Stripling got in there. Mason Thomas got in there. Kendall Dolby got in there. So that was nice to see, obviously. And you know, for the defense, you're carrying that in next year. All the key pieces are going to be back. You're going to add more pieces. Some guys will be in year two in Oklahoma, like P.J. Adebore, Deshaun McCullough. There's a lot to be optimistic about defensively. I thought it was it was pretty good in this game. I mean, it was it perfect? By no means was it perfect. But it, it wasn't the reason they lost. The turnovers is why they lost.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean that's that's kind of why I opened with saying oh, OU beat OU in this one. I know Arizona yeah. played very well, but it was like they really had just two drives where the offense outperformed the defense. They had to go a full length of the field and, and, and beat them in that in that aspect. But like you said, there's a lot of defense coming back, and that's a very good situation for OU to be in because they even got that defensive line that is coming in. That is going to yeah. be a very good defensive line. So OU still has some things to look forward to. The biggest key is not turning the ball over. That's going to be a big takeaway in, in the offseason and fixing the offensive line. Who's going to be there? How are they going to develop? Those are going to be the biggest things because as Ted Roof said to us just a couple of days ago, the SEC is the line of scrimmage league. So you've got to be able to rent there. They have the defense looking like they're going to be really good, but the offense has to find that rhythm as well. The offensive line, absolutely. So to wrap up, season's
0: in the books. Brent Venables' year two, still a four-win improvement, obviously from last year. We knew this was going to be tough. We both picked Oklahoma to win, but we said it was going to be a close game. I mean, it's tough when you're going in, and we all, we both, and everybody, you know, we're not hot take by any means. We all think Jackson Arnold's going to be great, Um, but it's still, no matter how good you are, first start. It's tough. This is a tough spotting as a top 15 team for your first start. And in December, and too. And you don't have your offensive line. And you have yeah. a new offensive coordinator. There's, so there's, there's things good. staying in the program, I guess, for you, and kind of wrap up this season as you look forward into next year, I still think personally that there's a lot to be optimistic about. This game doesn't really alter my opinion, frankly, really at all. I, I still think Jackson Arnold's going to be great. And he looked great. Like we said, for stretches, he looked great. He'll button up some of those mistakes. Really, you know, the defense like we just said is gonna improve. How could it not? You have a ton of talent at the play, you know the skill positions, your wide receiver room, running back, you're fine there. If you can just button up that O line, this is really a team that doesn't have a lot of holes. You're still feeling pretty good about Oklahoma, the, the where they at and moving forward into year three under Venables and
1: obviously, like we said a million times this year, the first year in the SEC. Yeah, definitely. I mean that you summed it up. I mean there's a lot to look forward to in this offseason. I mean it's not like the sky is falling just because they lost to Alamo Bowl this year. Yeah, right. I mean right. Brent Venable said it before the game happened. This is gonna be more like the first game of next year, trying to see where they're at, as opposed to this being the championship team that they thought they put together. Because Dylan Gabriel's not here, Jeff Levy's not here, mm-hmm. your offensive line's not here, which includes your center, which is a very big part of your offensive line, you know, guiding, you know, who's gonna block who. So all that all that's got to be under the bridge now it's, it's yeah. worried about next season and that's what this was tonight and we got to see okay jackson arnold has a few things that he needs to fix you know yeah. so, you know maybe the wide receiver's gonna get uh, uh you know different things going on for them so that i mean you summed it up man there's nothing else to say about it man there hey i think it's just time to get ready for men's basketball they, they look they look <laughs> good really star. good and yeah. hey i hear the softball team is pretty decent as well yeah. so yeah
0: that's what we gotta look diamond forward to now diamond sports absolutely It'll be spring ball and media days, and we'll be back in fall camp before you know it. But obviously, like like you said, long off season ahead, and Oklahoma's got some areas to button up. It was a big improvement from year one to year two, but there's more improvement to be had. Uh, I think that that goes without saying uh, for Oklahoma. So we'll look forward to that. Obviously, have a lot of time to talk about that and break down the next season, and we will do it. On Sooners Illustrated, Oklahoma 247sports.com. So much there for you. We're about to get, obviously, into the winter months, winter workouts, intel coming out of that. Obviously, recruiting never stops. And like I said, it'll be spring ball, media days, and next season before you know it. That's how this goes. Basketball coverage, diamond sports coverage, softball, baseball, that's all going to be there. So join along for the ride and be with us as we get you ready for next season at Sooners Illustrated. That's it for now. We'll talk to you in the Sooners Illustrated podcast here in the coming days. We'll continue to flush this thing out and wrap up the end of this season. For James D. Jackson, I'm Josh Calloway signing off on the 2023 season from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio.